guys. Welcome back to Daily Gains. This is Pastor Jer. <laughs> this is Pastor Joseph. Were you about to say something different? I was, yes. <laughs> <laughs> he was about to say anchored and devoted. That's our other podcast. <laughs> so if you haven't visited, please do. But we are here for Daily Gains. We promise we wouldn't hype some other stuff we do. Um, and welcome, welcome, welcome. If you haven't... Uh, Played with us before. We're looking at Proverbs, uh, the second portion of chapter one, so eight through 19. Uh, Jer and I are going to do this Pete and repeat thing. We hope you'll play along. The reason we do this is to stretch the mind as well as the heart and give some time for your heart and mind to meditate on God's word. So we're not going to rush it. We'll take our time and pray that you will as well during your lunch break or Wherever you're con- whenever you're connecting with us and we pray and hope uh, that you'll be able to be at church with us. Amen. You want to say anything or want me to go ahead? Oh, so let's do it, baby. Let's okay. hit these weights. Proverbs 1, 8 through 19, and this is the ESV. Hear, my son, your father's instruction. Hear, my son, your father's instructions. And forsake not your mother's teaching. And do not forsake your mother's teaching. For they are a graceful garland for your head. For they are a graceful garland for your head. And pendants for your neck. And pendants for your neck. My son, if sinners entice you, do not consent. My son, if sinners entice you, do not consent. If they say, come with us, let us lie and wait for blood. If they say, come with us and let us lie in wait for blood. Let us ambush the innocent without reason. And let us ambush the innocent without reason. Like Sheol, let us swallow them alive. Like Sheol, let us swallow them alive. And whole, like those who go down to the pit. And whole, like those who go down to the pit. We shall find all precious goods. We shall find all precious goods. We shall fill our houses with plunder. And we shall fill our house with plunder. Throw in your lot amongst us. Throw in your lot amongst us. We will all have one purse. We will all have one purse. My son, do not walk in the way with them. My son, do not walk in the way with them. Hold back your foot from their paths. Hold back your foot from their path. For their feet run to evil. For their feet run to evil. And they make haste to shed blood. And they make haste to shed blood. For in vain is a net spread in the sight of any bird. In vain a net is spread in the sight of any bird. But these men lie in wait for their own blood. But these men lie in wait for their own blood. They set an ambush for their own lives. They set an ambush for their own lives. Such are the ways of everyone who is greedy for unjust gain. Such are the ways of everyone who is greedy for unjust gain. It takes away the life of its possessors. It takes away the life of its possessors. Proverbs 1, 8 through 19. Amen. May the Lord bless the hearing and the speaking of his word. Mm. Amen. And amen. Hmm. 
Well, this part of Proverbs kicks off with an instruction. An instruction to hear. <laughs> hear, my son, your father's instruction, and forsake not your mother's teaching. Listen up. For they are a graceful garland for your head and pendants for your neck. Mm. We talked about reversing this and wrestling with what this means uh, a little more by placing this in our own words. Um, what are you thinking, Jer? If I'm reversing this, it sounds something like this. Um, bastard child. Okay. Ignore whatever is said to you. Don't listen to what those old folks have said. They don't know what they're talking about. And whatever they say to you, if you do it, you're going to be hanging a millstone around your neck mm. and you're going to be shackling your hands and your feet. Mm. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. That's heavy. Um, that's real heavy. Um, and, my, my intent was not to be heavy, but as I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking about how people talk about right, wrong, or indifferent. When we say boomer, we're couching a whole lot in that. Mm -hmm. Idiot doesn't know what he's talking about. If I do it, I'm going to be an idiot too. And that's kind of what I'm trying to pick up here is what's being said here by Solomon to his son and this admonition to listen to the instruction, to receive the correction, the discipline, the training of his parents cuts so hard against the grain of where we are in our current time and culture that basically anything old is wrong. Anything new is right. Anything novel is pure. Hmm. But God is from the beginning. And God has laid down truth as the foundation of the world. <clears throat> and he's offered it to us both through his words and he's offered it to our children through the teaching of we the parents. And it's described here in, in ways that resemble the signs of royal office. This garland on your head being a crown, this pendant around your neck being jewels that would be worn by royalty, where they have the wealth, they have the position and the status. And this is immediately bumped up against by this all-consuming concept that, that fills the next several verses of this lust for getting things in an unjust way that are someone else's. Mm. Hmm. It makes me think about the prodigal son. It makes me think about how he took what his father, what his father had worked for and set aside for him and then went and squandered it, trying to gain friends, trying to gain experience and ended up starving trying to steal the pig slop from the pigs that he was tending in order just to live. That's kind of the picture that, that I think is being 
Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a possibility here. No, I, I agree. Because if I have to, you know, rewrite this in the negative, at least my thinking was um, cover your ears, um, child that I don't love. Be distracted with everything and know that you have nothing. No adornments, no love, no peace, and no purpose. Because all that to me is what's seen in a garland and the pendant and um, the teachings that you've had, like all those things connect and yet you don't have that. Whereas That's heavy. our text is saying just the opposite. You have a purpose. You can have peace if you know who you are and live that out and not get, you know, pulled into consenting with sinners. Um, you, you have prosperity you you just have to hold on to what you've been given and apply it to your life Um, so I look at that in relationship to verse 19 losing your life and then having everything here you know that for me I have to to first embrace the love that I have uh, in God through Christ and um, remember that there is much instruction that I need to live out and also pour into my um, little one's life. Yeah. Um, Because I am a father. (laughs) So... I need to make sure I'm giving instruction and doing it out of the same love that I've received from my Heavenly Father and building the relationship where he can hear and allowing him to understand that his Heavenly Father, my Father in Heaven, has everything he needs. That's right. That's right. I, You know, it's easy for me as I was listening to this passage to again, step out of our cultural place here and read capitalism or crony capitalism (laughs) into this passage. Okay. All right. But as I'm thinking about this, you know, what I'm thinking is I wonder if as Solomon was saying this, as he was writing this down, if he was actually thinking back to the garden, Hmm. back to Adam and Eve, not listening to the instruction of their father. and devising plans to go and take unjustly what was not theirs Mm. and the death that resulted from that. I mean, as a king, Solomon would have had plenty of opportunities to do things that would have enriched him, enriched his country, secured his borders, secured his place in the geopolitical arena. Um, taken out potential enemies. He would have seen the same thing as, a, as the son of David, as David was leading the kingdom. There would have been no end to the unethical, immoral opportunities 
that presented themselves as justifiable because of the end. You know, in the end, yes, what we're doing here, we don't really like. We're going to get our hands a little bit dirty, but what we're going to get out of it is long-term stability. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I don't want to get distracted by some system of economics and miss the the larger reality here that we are all confronted with that kind of opportunity on probably every day. What today am I looking at that I'm thinking, okay, there's two ways I can tackle this. One of them is going to get it done and I might get a little bit dirty, but I can probably hide that. The other way is going to take longer and take more work. And it's not necessarily going to be as sure when I get to the end that I'm going to be protected. Hmm. I'm just thinking out loud here. I think the protection is what, you know, is where we find that peace. And this for me um, is one thing that, no matter what's going on, I can relax in the work that God is doing. I don't have to be in charge. I don't have to figure it all out. I can rest knowing that I've done my part in, you know, sharing or listening to someone or asking them about their faith before I tell them about mine. But I can be at peace knowing that you know, both father and mother are about relationship in the learning process. Mm. And I need to um, have a good relationship with my father in heaven and also those that he's uh, placed me in the position to engage with. Mm. And so I can be at peace because I am secure in him. And that, that for me is the, the challenge for this afternoon and this evening. It's to to not allow pressures to defy me, but the peace of God, to not forsake or to be distracted by the things of the world, you know, whatever it is. I mean, it could be from a spouse, it could be from a coworker, it could be from a child, it could be from a parent. Just being able to rest and know that I'm defined by my father. Good. For this last set, would you take us back through that passage? Yep, Proverbs 1, 8 through 19. Hear, my son, your father's instruction, and forsake not your mother's teaching, for they are a graceful garland for your head and pendants for your neck. My son, if sinners entice you, do not consent. If they say, come with us, let us lie and wait for blood, let us ambush the innocent without reason, Like Sheol, let us swallow them alive and whole, like those who go down to the pit. We shall find all precious goods. We shall fill our houses with plunder. Throw in your lot among us. We will all have one purse. My son, do not walk in the way with them. Hold back your foot from their paths. For their feet run to evil, and they make haste to shed blood. For in vain is a net spread in the sight of any bird. But these men lie in wait for their own blood, for they set an ambush for their own lives. Such are the ways of everyone who is greedy for unjust gain. It takes away the life of its possessors. 
Proverbs 1, 8 through 19. Heavenly Father, this afternoon, as we sit here under the teaching of your word, would you grant to us that we might walk in the peace of knowing who we are in you, in the provision of the way that you have given to us to walk in, that we might be filled, that we might be satisfied with happiness and life. Father, would you teach us again today to rest in you, to test, to rest in your instructions, and to trust you um, when we when we see things, when we see the opportunities that are clearly a net spread out to catch us up. Father, grant us grace that we might hold our feet back from that today, that we might hear you speaking to us and love your words and your teachings. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.